Hey, everybody. We're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team. And this is our podcast all about relationships. We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts. Believe me, there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love. And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truths and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships. After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, lovemarriedlife.com. And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. And we do welcome you to this week's podcast, All About Relationships. This is episode number 46. I'm so thankful that we get to have this time together. And you guys are our friends. And, you know, there's something about friendships when we're going through different things of the, I guess it's the land of the unknown. Mm. We are all living in this land called the unknown. It's uh, the the recording of this podcast is mid-April mm-hmm. of, of uh, 2020. So here we are, COVID-19, and and there's a lot of unknowns that people are experiencing. I know years ago, um, I started to really tackle the fears that were the core fears that had really kind of run free in my life. And the two that I would say were pretty much the basics were fear of failure and fear of the future. Hmm. And um, those were real for me. And they've kind of been the weak link in my chain when I, when I, <laughs> weak link in my chain. Mm-hmm. Well, when stress comes or when sure. things aren't going well, those would be my go-to fears is like, am I going to be okay? Kind of the default. Yeah, you're, that's you're, the right word. You're just a little more sensitive in yes. those in those areas. Yes, and so security financially would always be one that, you know, it's like, wow, you know, I wonder if we'll have enough, if I'll have be taken care of. And, and so fear of the future would really want to, and mm, fear of the okay. failure says, I'm going to fail or I'm going to make a mistake or I'm not going to be enough or, or something like that. So anyway, all that to say, yeah. I wanted to get the empowering belief that I could say no, because this is it's just as real as making that choice to say no, I'm not going to let fear have a voice in my life. Fear typically creates that worst case scenario. Yeah. You know, it, it ignites your imagination and yes. you kind of go down the path. You of, go down oh, a train. <laughs> my, you know, look what's going to happen here. And, and that's kind of how fear can operate in a person's life where you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's really helped me. And to- if you do, it's a train that's coming your way. <laughs> you know, Straight on. <laughs> well, it's, it, it really is that um, the fear like the empowering belief that I really wanted to tackle this was I laugh in the unknown and I thrive in uncertainty. And so when I first started saying that several years ago, it was like, Oh, that's extremely foreign. It felt like I was lying to myself. Am I just doing some positive thinking to think, Oh, I laugh in the unknown. But I started to imagine myself that God is my source. Mm -hmm. And that when there's unknown, I can actually laugh in that place knowing that he's really got me. My security is not in the same thing that other people might see. We think there's security in money and jobs, Mm -hmm. but true security comes by having peace in your heart, knowing that God Mm -hmm. is is with you and you're not alone. If there's something that's been disrupted, you know, in in our lives today, um, I believe 
everything has been, you know, mm-hmm. for, for many, uh, for some, you know, much the more COVID-19, extreme it, it's touched them in ways that it hasn't touched us. Uh, some people have even to the extent experienced loss and yes. death, you know, yes. and in my heart really aches, you know, for those, Very those much that so. have been experiencing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And so for me personally, yeah. You know, we've been going through it, you know, just you and I yes. in, in our household, mm-hmm. you know, within our little bubble, you know, that we've <laughs> yeah. created. Um, and and life is different. I mean, just the other day we had uh, friends text and said, hey, you know, we're out driving. And uh, if you're home, come out and wave. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm going to come out and wave at you. I, you know, I mean, I, like this is come one of the, the weirdest things I know, but it was that like, we're experiencing. I wanted the wave. It was like, that's how much I miss my friends. It's like, I'll take the wave because yeah. so I get to see your face. I, I've been trying to get my own head wrapped around this. And I, I think something that's been disrupted is the rhythms of life. Mm-hmm. This is something that no one has really lived through before a, a pandemic like this, you know, that where it affects us globally, you know, mm-hmm. where the economy is disrupted, you know, our routines, but it's the rhythms of life. And as I began to look at that, I began to recognize God is a God of rhythm. Yes. God is a God of order, you know, um, God is a God who is good and, and only good. And, and that word good there is the word harmonious. And so when we're going through the routines of life now, it's like there's nothing harmonious. Everything's been disrupted. The rhythms have, we're out of sync, you know, with each other. There's and an we're adjustment trying period to going find, on. Yeah. Yes. And we're trying to find, you know, that new rhythm. Yes. Here's the thing. And, and as I'm wrestling through this is that the rhythms of heaven haven't changed. That's so Everything true. else here, yes, there's been a disruption, mm-hmm. but my heart being attuned to the rhythm of heaven, yes. it hasn't changed. Nothing has and changed. And so when we're looking for this world to answer me, mm-hmm. I, I think we're looking in the wrong place. Yes. When I believe that the Father really does want to bring comfort and, a, and an assurance and bring his rhythms back. And and so in our world, in our work, you know, things have been disrupted um, in, in our physical lives, in our emotional life, in our intellectual life, in our spiritual lives. You know, the rhythms have been kind of put on, on tilt. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. In the midst of this, heaven, I can attune my ear you know, in my heart to the rhythms of heaven. And these circumstances will not dictate nor determine my life. I am so thankful that you can just, I love that you said that, Bob, because I agree that I, you know, that Colossians 3 is one of my favorite chapters, mm-hmm. but it says, you know, set your sights on the realities of heaven and that we do live overlapping realities right now. We're living this life on earth, but we're also living a life in our secret place where we commune with God, we talk to God and we hear his voice for us. And when when that becomes more of a reality than the chair we're sitting on, then we're able to con- continue in that rhythm of heaven where it's like, wow, God is speaking, God is reassuring, God is bringing security. And none of 
those security pieces are found on earth and what we know, um, but they're found in Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I, I do, we do a lot of counseling and coaching with couples. And I was actually with a wife today who was talking to me and I, she says, well, I said, I don't have a magic wand. And she goes, shoot. Like I was really hoping you'd have a magic wand for me. I said, I don't have a a magic wand or a a fortune, whatever that fortune telling thing is with a crystal ball. I don't have a crystal ball, but listen, there are some things that I absolutely know to be true. And that that's that you can experience the love of God today like you never have before. And she did, Bob. She mm. she went to a place and experienced God. And it was a beautiful moment. Yeah. Because his rhythms are very much intact. Yeah. And I, I think there's a, a deep challenge that we have. You know, for, for many, they are on lockdown. They're in their homes. They're in each other's company mm-hmm. more than they have been for a long time. <laughs> and I believe that there's a place where we need to deeply understand each other. Yes. Understand each other in a, in a far greater way, but then also provide for each other, you know, the sensitive support during this difficult time. Mm-hmm. And as we do, I believe that remembering is something that is very, very important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're experiencing or we're seeing life in a way that we hadn't before, but let's not forget the good times. Mm-hmm. Let's not, you know, forget and savor the good times that, that we have had because where we are right now, I, I'm just, I'm not going to allow it to limit my life because I really do want to have dreams. I do want to have some crazy ideas again. Yeah. yeah. You see, and I, and I'm wondering if couples have stopped dreaming with each other and thinking of, I, I, I you know, having these ideas mm-hmm. because I want people to, again, live life with passion and with purpose. I, I was just thinking Rather on my than height. just living and waiting for this to be over. I'm yeah. going to choose that now. You know, I went on a sunrise hike into the mountain, into the middle of nowhere today, right close to our house. But I was thinking of that line, desperation, I think, is it is it the mother of innovation? And when we get desperate enough, we'll innovate and we'll push through and we'll find new ways to relate to each other. And um, I don't want this to limit our life. Mm-mm. And I don't want to stop getting crazy ideas. Mm. And I, and I do want to, I want to keep going deeper and deeper with you Mm -hmm. because I care about you so much. Mm, Thank you, babe. Thank you. I was thinking of one of our mentors in our life and that's Wayne Myers. Yeah. And he's just been a missionary statesman. I believe he's 98 years old, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Just a dear, dear, you know, individual, but it's something that he taught us that has really lived you know, with us all the way through is live to give. Mm-hmm. And during these uncertain times, I think a lot of people are gr- grappling and trying to hold on. And it's like, no, I'm going to live with with my hands out open. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to live a life not in a fear and attached to a sense of lack, but recognizing the resources of heaven are at my disposal, and I want to be that generous person, mm. not just in in articles or in money or in, in what I can give to others, but emotionally. I mm-hmm. want to be generous in giving. Because when we're hurt or when we're going through difficult times, a lot of times we withhold or we withdraw. Mm-hmm. And, and you create this 
perspective, well, I'm just going to give you your space. And no longer do you continue to go after or pursue the other person, but rather you retreat and you isolate. Mm -hmm. And so here we have an entire society that is now isolating from one another. Mm-hmm. And and they're creating this social distancing. And it's like, not in my home, not in my marriage. You know, we will continue to pursue and stay connected. You know, you've talked about the rhythm of heaven and then the resources of heaven. And I think that it's so important to keep those on the forefront mm-hmm. of where our heart is at. Because in the rhythm of heaven... Um, in order to uh, give, I must first receive so that I have something to give you. I can't give you a present, Bob, if I haven't gone and ordered it online or thought it through or re- or had something in my hand so that I can give it to you. And um, this morning, as I, I just thought of this, I just wanted to mention this. There was a, a wife that I was talking to today, and she was struggling with a disappointment with her husband. And um, she just... I, I just said, how did that disappointment of him not, you know, giving him that kindness, the encouragement, she wasn't receiving any of these things from her. She was just, felt like she was just getting criticized all the time. Mm. And I said, how did that, how does that make you feel? And she, I, I gave her time to think about how it made her feel. And so I even asking you this question right now in this day of what you have in your day today, how are you feeling? Like what, what are your feelings? And you think, well, I don't want to let feelings rule my life. Well, I'm saying give respect to those feelings because as she did, she says, you know what? I feel very misunderstood and I feel very accused. And I said, wow. I said, and then she says, and then I said, how do you react? And I, she goes, I withdraw, I isolate. Yeah. And then that just, and if we try and talk about it, it ends up with unresolved conflict and it just, it's not even worth it. So we just have this surface existence. Well, that is not the rhythm of heaven. Mm -hmm. So instead of saying, wow, you should give your husband more mercy, or maybe you shouldn't, da-da-da-da-da, I said, let's experience God together. And as she imagined the perfect paradise, she imagined a home. She says, I've always dreamed of a home with fresh bread and a, a vase of simple flowers and just a sweet and simple home where there's laughter and there's safety and there's security. And I thought, isn't that the rhythm of heaven that we all desire? is just to have that home where there's safety and laughter. And so she went, and I asked her to go to, to in her heart, in her secret place, mm-hmm. she went to her, her yard and there was a tree and she sat under that tree. And um, she, I said, you know, and she just said, God, I need you here. And Jesus sat next to her on that tree and started holding her and loving her. And um, I said, can you receive, can you feel his mercy? And she says, you know, I don't know. She goes, because I made such a big mistake in life. Like I really messed up my life with a bad choice. And it was like there was this tumor inside of her that was alive, that she was feeding with regret and feeding with guilt. And it was alive inside of her. But today, Bob, this morning, Mm -hmm. she was able to give that tumor over. I said, it's not a miracle to get rid of that tumor. And she said, really? I said, no, it's just a choice. I said, Jesus is right there with you under that tree. Will you just hand him that? that tumor once and for all and let him heal you. And Bob, she received mercy and acceptance. I said all that to say yeah. this. Now when she sees her husband, she goes, now I feel like I can give him mercy and acceptance. Mm. You see, 
she can't, we can't, the rhythm of heaven says you can't give something until you receive it first. Mm-hmm. When we try and give out of a dry place or give out of a thirsty place ourselves, it's impossible to give that to our spouse. Mm-hmm. But she received such acceptance and mercy and healing. And then she naturally could give that mercy and that acceptance. And then you start following the continuum of unconditional love. Not that you're enabling each other, but really you're in that rhythm of heaven where I receive and I give, I receive Mm -hmm. and I give. And then it falls into our relationship where we enjoy the rhythm of heaven, Bob, Mm -hmm. where I give and you receive and and we can participate with that rhythm of heaven Mm -hmm. and what you said, the resources of heaven, because they are ours. They are absolute for us. Yeah. I, I think people can oftentimes easily identify the ruts that they get caught in. Yeah. And maybe not so much their own, but the rut of their spouse. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that are closest. You know, you always, you never. Mm-hmm. And and we make these, we can even call each other names and we pass these Well, if we don't say them out loud, we're probably against, saying them inside our head. Yeah. Yeah. But what we've done is we've allocated them to a particular type or behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, this is who you are. And as a result, then this is who I'm I will be. I'm obviously going to have to react like this. Right. So mm-hmm. this is now, you know, it, it justifies the way I'm, you know, responding, you know, to you. And and it's creating an atmosphere in the home. And so couples, you know, that come to us and, and help us and they say, hey, we're in this rut. You know, yeah. we're, there's, there's a behavior, there's an experience, you know, there's hurt you know, that's going on, you know, help us. And so, you know, dealing with, with uh, helping people deal with their core fears. I, I do want to make mention um, the Great Marriages Start Here uh, e-course. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been offering that, you know, uh, ever since COVID came came around. Yeah. And, um, and so Great Marriages Start Here is a, I think a 32 uh, uh, video uh, e-course. Mm-hmm. Um, it, typically it's $279, but right now it's on sale for 79. Anyway, I bring that up because there are people that are using it mm-hmm. and they're just saying, Hey, we want to with intention, yes, use this time, mm-hmm. you know, where we are together mm-hmm. and we are isolated, but in finding and, and, and breaking these ruts, you see, in dealing with the core fears in our lives, yeah. <clears throat> it's not just I don't want this anymore, but it's being accurately loved by God because it's his love that expels and removes all fear. And then that is where then I, I begin to replace his realities with mine. Mm. You know, that's where the divine exchange takes place because now I take personal responsibility for me rather than just saying, Hey, you're in a rut. You're this way. You're that way. Now it's like, wait a minute. I want to find a way that I can pursue you, you know, to reconcile is being willing to involve yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. with the consequences of another person's choices and not to condemn, but to make a way out for them. I'm going to move towards you. And as long as it takes, I'll wait because we're going to go through this together. And so I think for some couples, they're finding themselves, boy, we haven't been, you know, confined like this in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And I and we just need to not allow our differences to divide, mm-hmm. but rather pursue one another and find ways to connect. Yeah. And um and and that's we've talked now about the rhythm of heaven, mm-hmm. the resources of heaven, but then the realities of heaven. 
like the realities of heaven is, is, is that you are not alone and that you are, it's not just a cliche that you're walking and talking with Jesus. Um, the core fears, I'm, I'm kind of glad we taught, we're talking about those, Bob, because it's those weak links, as we're saying on default, when that stress comes in, that's what hits. Um, but another girl that I was talking to, you know, the fear of rejection was a core fear from when she was left as a little girl, her father abandoned their family and she had never been healed from that. But when she, she went, she invited Jesus into that moment and experienced God protecting her and saying, I'm going to be your dad. Something just healed in her heart. And she says, I, it's that simple. I can make that choice to say yes. And saying yes to the realities of heaven is very intentional and, and like de- declarations or decrees that the realities of heaven are mine. Mm-hmm. And what we're you know, expressing and, and describing to you is where Jesus says, I, I want to come in and I, I want to heal the brokenness of your heart. Yeah. Yeah, we're having challenges in relationship. Mm-hmm. And yes, we can uh, give hacks or we can give... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We can give you strategies, yes, you know, to better get along. Yes, but it, it it's not really going to fix or repair right. the underlying, you know, issue that's that's going on. It, it might help you make it through the day, mm-hmm. but what we want to do is take personal responsibility and say, "Jesus, heal my heart." And so, when that really, then that's what we're talking about. Because all of a sudden, when I live with a healed heart. Now, no longer am I, I feel as threatened, you know, by you, nor do I feel, you know, as defensive, Mm -hmm. but now my guard is able to come down and not only can I give love, but then uh, also I'm a receiver of the love. Fear plays so much into relationships and even, even being intimidated, you know, I can, if, if, if your spouse is so different than you. And you're, you know, just hoping that they would be just kinder or something and you can get intimidated easily. But the thing is, is that we, when you, when you live under intimidation, you're not going to be enjoying each other and having the kind of honest conversations that we have. I know, Bob, one thing that I love when we have to have a difficult conversation like you and I, when I just say the words, Bob, I know you love me. So you wouldn't want me to be feeling this way. Mm -hmm. Like that helps because I'm just validating, Hey, I know you love me. Mm-hmm. And I know I love you. So I know that you would want to know that, that this is how I'm feeling. Right. And this is how I'm experiencing you right now. That's a loving thing for me to just confirm that to you. Yeah. Then I'm, I'm not feeling threatened or attacked. Right. You know, you, you know, you're this way. Uh, this is, you know, I, again, the challenge that we have, because I believe that right now, you know, the expectations that we have on one another yeah. have increased. I think so. Uh, they, they're they're different. Mm-hmm. You know, we're experiencing um, a uniqueness in in our togetherness that we yeah. haven't before. Yes, and so the expectations, you know, have increased. But where they where they're increased, there is even more pressure. Yes, and we've placed further pressure on one another. You know, with regards to expectations, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and per- presuming them to be or to at least notice. Yeah, you know, like I, I, I would, I would hope that you would at least notice 
what I'm going through. I think there's pressure on partners to even like explore my feelings and, and my identity and bring out my best authentic self and all of these lines that we have. That's a lot of pressure, honey. Like Mm -hmm. Bob, you and I do this for a living 24 seven. We specialize in relationships and that is difficult with each other to always be continually to be completely aware of all your feelings and to navigate those for you. I'm not able to be no, that good. No. And I don't like it when you are. No. Why would I? Yeah. But I know that many, many people, they're looking for their spouse to be something for yes. them that truly only God can. Yeah. Or there is a another social network of friends and right. connections that we can make where they can be a support to us. And so those are disrupted, you know, so this is where, you know, again, the rhythms of life, you know, are very, very different. Mm -hmm. And so with the expectations, you know, that I'm feeling towards you to be something for me, man, I'm telling you, just be honest about it. You know, just be truthful and just say, Hey, I'm, I'm struggling here. You know, I'm, I'm having thoughts, I'm having, you know, feelings and emotion that I haven't had before. And just have an open, honest conversation. Yeah, I think that's one of the rhythms of heaven is to speak the truth in love. And so many times I just want to be so loving and sweet that I I don't always want to have conflict. So I just kind of dumb down the truth a little bit of how I'm really feeling. And so I'm really good at love, but I'm not not always 100% truthful. Yeah, and I can be truthful easily. Right. (laughs) But I need to really, you know, saturate it with love. But when we have a hundred percent truth and hundred percent love, that's when we're tapping into what you. But call then what I'm always doing, rhythm of is I'm choosing you. I'm preferring yes, you. I, I desire love you. you. I want you. I'm not having to have this conversation because I need to be right. No, but more that I desire and I want you. One of the things that I'd like to say is, you know, just as a simple practice yeah. that we can do as couples. And just, you know, in, in your homes, it's just practice gratitude. You know, that's just practice gratitude. That is literally a rhythm of heaven because Jesus says to enter into his gates with with thanksgiving. thanksgiving. So if I enter into the courts with with praise praise. and, and what even just a compliment and cheer each other on like those two things, a rhythm of heaven is to enter into conversations with thankfulness. That's just a rhythm of heaven. Mm -hmm. And when you do, it's really cool how it just strengthens and deepens yes. that commitment. Yes. All of a sudden is, you know, whether I say, uh, uh, you know, a gratitude for Robert and what he has done, mm-hmm. what it does is it strengthens the relationship. It deepens it. It's, it's, I notice you, not do I only just notice you, but I value you. So again, gratitude. Wonderful. Another rhythm of heaven where we tap into those resources and realities of heaven is just the word touch. Mm. To touch each other. I mean, some of you might be in a place where you can't touch anyone and my heart goes out to you, but we're living in a house where Bob and our our son are living together. So just walking by and touching each other is just so valuable. Bob, I I didn't tell you this, but the other day we were um, sitting on a patio and you just put your hand behind my back and you just rested your hand on the small of my back. Mm-hmm. And I just chose to just melt into that little touch. And you didn't even know how much that meant because I didn't necessarily tell you, but I just melted into the comfort that touch brings. And you know, with this new social distancing, it's like, wow, is our whole world going to be robbed of that touch 
and affection and warmth that we've been given as humans that sets us apart from being robots, mm-hmm. for goodness sake, mm-hmm. is something that we have as humans is that we have touch. Yeah. So I just think that's so cool. There was an actual study done. Uh-huh. And when the experimenters told, you know, yeah. one partner to affectionately touch the other while watching a video, yeah, the other partner, this is what they felt. The other partner actually felt more trust huh. and they felt more secure even when they knew that the touch was prescribed. Wow. You see, this is the power, you know, of human touch. It's just so very, very important. And I find that people actually withhold. Hmm. They have the thought, but because, you know, we're being a little icy with each other, you know, things are, you know, winter is kind of hasn't passed yet. And it's just like we withhold and it's just like, wait a minute, build Mm -hmm. the bridge. Yeah. Build the bridge. Yes. Reach out and gently and caringly touch. Yeah, I love it. The next one that we want to talk about, and they all start with T, and this one is tell me more. So when when your spouse is talking to you or your child or any relationships, when they want to talk, maybe you're not that interested in what they're talking about. But if you can move out of yourself and just just whether it's a good thing, maybe something beautiful has happened, if you can just say, can just be delighted and show up and ask mm-hmm. those follow-up questions. That is as important as empathizing with bad news, responding to good news and responding to conversation. There's something about responding, Bob, where it just says, tell me more. I think that's a big part of our rhythms of heaven mm-hmm. is to tell me more. When you do, you validate them. Yes. You know, there's, you genuinely care for their well-being. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it is, you know, just tell me more. That responsiveness. Yes, that, we've said that over and just tell me more. a tremendous gift that you give to the other person. Yeah, just tell me more about that. Yeah, you, and you just listen. I mean, yeah. but um, I want you to hear this other part is that I celebrate with you. Yes. It doesn't always have to be something that's negative, wrong, or, you know, but tell me more about the joys, you know, about the victories, about, and just this is having engaging, meaningful conversation. Mm -hmm. And the last one is teachable, to remain teachable in our conflicts, teachable in our challenges, teachable in, and the way to be teachable, Bob, and adaptable is basically just to be wearing that cloak of humility always. Like just saying, I don't have you to be right. You find a tremendous amount of grace yes. when there's humility. Yes. And, be- and that cultivates- And being teachable, you're learning to, you know, to you're lay down the right to be right. Yes. Okay, you've heard me say that. Yes. Lay down the right to be right. But you can say I'm, it a million I'm times. I'm going to be teachable. Yeah. Okay. In other words, my perspective, I don't see it all. No. And I may not be seeing it from your perspective. I bet you there's another way of seeing it. Yes. And I might need a third party here. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want to see it from another point of view. And even the the rhythms of heaven, it says, God, the scriptures say, God, your ways are higher than my ways. Mm, Your Your thoughts thoughts are higher than my thoughts. When we just have that mindset of cultivating growth and, and being teachable, we understand that, you know, relationships do take work and, and it helps to recognize this rather than expecting everything to become perfect naturally or assuming that the problems will, you know, never go away. It's constructive to think of difficulties, not just as unpleasant circumstances to be endured, 
but see them as opportunities to mm-hmm. learn and deepen we talked the about, relationship with know, each other. We talked about, you know, growth being the option. Yes. You see, uh, change is, is inevitable. inevitable. Yeah. But growth is optional. Yes. So you, this is that that place. This is yes. where I want to have the mindset where, hey, we might be going through a challenge here. Things might be a little bit difficult. However, I refused for this to be the rut we live in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pursue you. And it might be the way that it is for this season, for what we're going through. Audrey and I, <clears throat> Audrey, you and I, we've been married 35 years. Mm-hmm. We have been through different seasons. Yes, we have. And <laughs> in every area of our life. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> we and, won't get into personal. And we're in personal. one right now. You don't want to be a TMI situation. And so we have lived, you yes. know, those, you know, from the the early years of getting to know each other, the introduction of children into our lives, work, you know following the call of God on our lives, you know, just, just all the different seasons, you know, Mm -hmm. our children growing up, our children marrying, um, you know, there's been some really highs and I think that's important, you know, just to, again, remember, reminisce, call, call, recall those things, bring them back and just say, remember when, you know, it's interesting on my walk this morning, I did that sunset walk. I left you in bed. I hope that's okay. It was sunrise. Yeah. Sunrise. But I know sometimes you like it when I kiss you, when I leave, even Mm -hmm. if it's really early in the morning, I didn't even kiss you. I just snuck out today, went to the mountain, (laughs) but you know what I was thinking of what you were just saying about remembering. And I was thinking about the word stars and scars Cause I remember the stars. Like I remember things like just incredible moments of heights, like those moments our children were born and those, you know, all these highlights of just extreme bliss and delight. But then the scars as well are there as well, where we have extra, um, where God has healed us in a very deep way where the scars were. And I remember those stars, but I remember the scars cause they get me mm. emotional because I didn't tell you this, but on, on the, um, Pandora station I was listening to you on the radio today, we came, this song came up when you're up against the struggle that, that shatters, shatters all your, your dreams, dreams and your hopes have been truly crushed by Satan's manifested schemes. And you feel the urge within you to submit to earthly fear. Don't let the faith you're standing in seem to disappear. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to that song and I was thinking that song really meant a lot to you and I, when we were going through valleys mm-hmm. in our life. Mm-hmm. And there's scars there, but oh, are they? Are we ever strong where there's been strong scars because Jesus has mm-hmm. loved us in our painful times? So there's, I just thought of the word stars and scars. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of clever, yeah. you know, stars and scars. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Hey, I, I, I don't want to presume what you're going through because I know that we're all experiencing this season of life differently. Yeah. But one thing I do know is that God can meet you right where you are. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the challenges, you know, the health mm-hmm. challenges you might be facing. Uh, those are, for some, are some real fears. Mm-hmm. Uh, for others, it could be a financial situation. For others, it's just like you're just going a little stir crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just been, you know, too mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. But what I do know is that I, is that we're all going through it in some form or another, and you're not in this alone. And the ones that are the closest to you, don't see them as your problem. Don't see them as your enemy or your heartache or your hardship. 
but recognize that they're a gift Mm -hmm. and you be the one that pursues them. Mm -hmm. You be the one that initiates the conversation. You be the one that is willing to listen and to hear, you know, just to, just to build that bridge. Because when we come out of this and we will, Mm -hmm. when we come out of this, I don't want to escape from you. Mm-hmm. but rather we're going to come out of this together. This will mm-hmm. be the thing that propels our life forward. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to be the thing that sets us back. This isn't going to be the thing that is has now limited our lives. Right. But I'm, I'm choosing to go deep in God yeah. and to pursue you. You see, pursue my wife, pursue my kids. Yeah. Because this is going to, this is going to move us forward. This isn't going to be our great setback. Yep. So in this land of the unknown, which we are all living in right now, we encourage you to just tap into that rhythm of heaven where you receive from God and then give to those around you. You receive his mercy, you give his mercy. You receive his unconditional love and forgiveness and you give that to others. The rhythm of heaven is yours. And that's when you tap into the resources of heaven and then you experience the realities of heaven. And we live, yes, heaven on earth, thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. Begin to find the rhythm again. Yes. You know, you might need to take a look at, uh, uh, at your goals, you Mm -hmm. know, the, the goals that you have had, uh, personally, you know, the goals physically, emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, (laughs) I don't know, but begin to take a look at those goals yet again and just surrender them, you know, to the Lord. Yes. But even to each other Mm -hmm. and recognize I'm going to begin to find the rhythms yet again. I'm not going to wait, but I'm, I'm going to step into them today. You know, because I want to have scary dreams again. I want the dreams of my life, you know, to keep me awake at night, you know, to have these crazy, you know, alive ideas. Yes. Because life is worth living with passion and purpose. So don't allow these temporary circumstances to restrict your life. And remember, desperation is the mother of all innovation. So innovate something new for yourself today within your relationship and the rhythms of heaven. All right. Well, I just want to remind you that if those of you who have not yet downloaded Great Marriages Start Here, I just want you to remind you that it's an e-course. It's a $200 discount and the promo code is AAR200. I just Mm -hmm. wanted to quickly say that we didn't mention the promo code. So it's AAR200. You do that at the, and when you check out, the promo code. The promo code is there. there. Instead of $279, it'll be $79. People are really enjoying that course. Yeah, did you, before we go, go ahead yeah. and take a moment and, and read one of the our listeners' comments. I thought it was, I thought it was worth um, uh Yeah, calling. to read? Yeah, you got okay, it Okay, I just, I scrambled and I found it in my phone. Okay, okay so here good. it goes. So we got a message about um, the podcast. Yeah, one it of said, our listeners. So I woke up you. six in the morning and this was the first thing I read. Oh my gosh. If you want to make me happy, this was, this was incredible. <laughs> Hi, Audrey. I just wanted to let you know that I'm a huge fan and I've been loving your All About Relationships podcast since day one. I've listened to every single one, most of them multiple times and wanted to thank you and Bob for investing into my life. And although I'm not married or even dating anyone, the principles you teach are applicable to all my relationships and the things I've learned about myself along this journey with you and Bob have helped me to become a better person, mom, 
mom, sister, and friend, and they're certainly setting me up for success for a future spouse. And I just purchased the course, Great Marriages Start Here. I'm planning on going through it as an investment into my future. So thank you for your love and generosity in making this available to your audience. It's at such a big discount. You guys are awesome. Oh, that's so sweet. I think you are too. <laughs> and uh, thank you that you've been ministering through, through the podcast, through the COVID-19 outbreak. Your compassion and sensitivity towards what others are experiencing right now is amazing. I, t- I feel your love and I want you to know it comes across loud and clear. That makes me cry because that is my Mm. heart and prayer as you're listening. If you're feeling love, then I feel like, wow, what an honor it has been to be part of your life. And then she goes on and says, I believe that you guys have been like a healing balm to other hurting hearts as well. And so I just want to thank you for giving me that, taking that time to encourage us in what we do. And I'm so thankful that you took the time to listen to this podcast. Those of you who are listening today, you are investing and planting seeds into those rhythms of heaven where you experience relationships Mm -hmm. that truly are Mm -hmm. saturated in his mercy Mm -hmm. and just completely covered in unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Because when you love, you don't lose. Yeah. And as, as we go today, I just want you to, with absolute confidence, allow yourself and remind yourself, I hear the rhythm of heaven. I hear, you see, and it's going to bring peace. It's going to bring confidence. It's going to bring, it's going to bring healing, you know, to your body that you do hear the rhythms of heaven. Thank you so much, you guys, for joining us. We love this time together. Mm -hmm. Looking forward already to next week. Share this with others. And uh, we look forward to that. And just know that you're in our hearts. Yes, you are. And we're praying for you. Bye-bye. Bye.